Hi, I'm Kristen, a knitwear designer, mindset coach, and style guide at We All Knit Here Designs and KristenMagdalene.com. And I'm Rachel from Stain and Reverie, a full-service print design studio and a former costume designer for film and television. In our weekly podcast and video series, we want to help you launch and grow your own fashion, accessory, or beauty business so you can feel confident, powerful, and prosperous knowing that we have your back. Your dream is possible. It doesn't matter if you went to fashion school, if you've been a stay-at-home mom the past few years, or if you're still stuck in an office. All you really need is your vision and a desire to succeed. Yes, there's work involved, but with our experience in fashion and entertainment, in corporate, small business, styling, and more, we will help guide you on the path with ease. If you are a fab entrepreneur, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Hi, and welcome to episode 11 of Fab Entrepreneurs. This week, Rachel and I are going to be talking about productivity and what I kind of see as the myth of productivity because I have a lot of issues with that. Um, But actually, so Rachel, I want to ask you a question to, to sort of kick this off because I was just thinking about this earlier today. And it kind of made me unhappy. But when, what happens, when do you feel the most productive? As in what time of day do I feel most productive? Or or when do I feel like I'm being the most productive? When do you feel like you have like really done something and accomplished something? Yeah. Probably it's a mixture between when I get something done really quickly as in, I thought it was going to take me a long time, but then I actually just sat down and I did it. But also when I'm like doing lots of different things all at the same time and it just kind of slots together. That's interesting. So the first one definitely fits in with what I'm saying, although you didn't phrase it this way. So I'm going to make it like really negative. Sorry. (laughs) Um, I realized that when I feel the most productive is when I am doing something that I don't want to be doing. Uh, Yeah, no, that's, that's (laughs) true. But then I also get this feeling that I'm not being productive because I waste so much time like procrastinating and avoiding it that that just makes me feel really unproductive. Well, yeah, obviously. So let's talk about that procrastination kind of a bit later. Um, because I, I just, I just, was like blown away when I realized this because I was given a bunch of tasks to do today that I don't really want to do, but I know that I need to do them. And it was so interesting how almost excited I got to sit down, how when I sat down to do this, like I was kind of excited. I was like, I'm going to be so productive today. And I was like, why is this productive versus anything else that I do for my business? And it's, that was the answer is because I didn't want to do it. And I saw it as a a challenge. It's not fun. And I have to sit down and do it. And that is what being productive is to me. And that really annoyed me. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's, it's even more, you know, impressive to yourself as well when you're doing it for your own business, because literally no one is telling you to do it. You're doing it for yourself. But then of course, you're reaping all the, the benefits of doing it. 
So I think it's the balance between knowing that what you're doing is for you, but then also like no one else is going to tell you to do it. You have to do it without anyone like pushing you. Well, but here's the thing, and this is why it annoyed me, and you know, more so. Um, <laughs> um, I, you know, will sketch and knit and do swatches and, you know, basically play with my knitting needles, with my fiber, sometimes with fabric. And I can't tell you how long that takes because when I do that, it's so much fun and I lose all track of time and I just love doing it and I love what I produce even if I decide not to go with one of my designs even if I decide not that it's not going to work out the process is still so much fun and why isn't that considered productive to me because it's fun because I enjoy doing it it is and I think I'm a great believer in like everything is a learning experience. And even though that finished product might not be used, there'll be things that you have learned in doing, in practicing that, that you can apply later. And I'm, I'm like every day I, I do something or I use something that I did, you know, years ago for my social media or in a, um, like a marketing product. And I'll just be surprised that I, I did this thing I spent so much time on a shoot or a, a design or something and then I never used it and I felt guilty and then I suddenly, you know, five years later have a use for it. So everything you do, keep a hold of it and you can use it later and, and nothing is a waste of your time. Well, yes, I agree with that. And I do keep a lot of my work um, and that's, or, or and if I don't keep it, I will at least photograph it and document it and keep it in the computer so that I can reference it at some point in time. Yeah, but it didn't feel productive, not just because I didn't use it, but because it was fun. You know, when um, I- Why shouldn't fun things be considered productive? No. Yeah. Well, yeah, because anything you do that's fun is going to make you feel better, and then that's going to reflect in the work that you do later. So it should be considered productive. It should be. It should be. And I, that's obviously something that I need to reframe in my head, now that I have discovered this about myself. And so I was just kind of curious <laughs> what you consider to be productive. I think also being a working mom, I consider it productive if I can get my work done for the day and also spend time with my kids and do stuff around the house. That's what makes me feel productive is when I'm multitasking and when everybody's happy. Yeah, actually, I really want to talk about this because I think that being productive and whatever that means to you and hopefully it means happier things for you than it does for me but i think being productive is something that we all struggle with first and foremost as entrepreneurs because we are setting our own time and i know that's something that a lot of moms have to talk about because you guys do have kids and you do have to work around your children's schedule and i don't have that so i don't totally know what that aspect is like but i have spoken with other single women actually i don't know if this is like a gender thing i haven't talked to any men about this but i've spoken with other women who are entrepreneurs and who are single and we all have this problem where we come in to like a meeting and we're like you know how did you meet your goals this week how do you feel about this week 
and we do it almost every, well, now that we've noticed it, we've stopped, but for a while, almost every single week was something like, man, I was so unproductive. I didn't do what I wanted to do. I did this, 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 man, it was a bad week. And like, from an outside perspective, it looks like we did a lot. And I think that's the thing is, I don't know if we're holding ourselves to higher standards or if um, or if we're just, yeah, maybe, or, you know, like maybe, what am I going to, what am I trying to say here? I don't know. I think, I think if you have too much time, it can be just as hard as if when you don't have enough time. Yes. Thank you. That is exactly what I'm trying to say because... <laughs> That I have so much time in a day and not to say that like I don't know what to do with it because if you let me schedule myself I will schedule every minute of the day with something to do but that's not realistic I need downtime I need to socialize you know because like there are some days where I feel guilty eating lunch because I'm like oh I'm not working I'm not being productive but I need that food to work <laughs> to live yeah, I, don't, I don't feel I don't ever feel guilty about watching tv or eating like I know that that will make me perform better and I know that those are just like basic human needs you need to switch off and you need to take care of yourself and so I I don't know I feel like maybe that's you, you know what it is I've never ran a business being a single person without kids so I don't know how I would, how I would cope with, I'm not saying you have unlimited time. I'm saying that you don't have scheduled time as much and you have more traditional work hours. So for instance, you can like block out nine till five every single day. Whereas I, I can't do that. And I've never been able to do that. I've also always been under pressure in my businesses, pressure to make money quickly, pressure to get it done quickly and get it done in between other things that I have to do. And I, I, I feel like that has really given me no choice but to work really hard and succeed because I had no other option. And if I had done it with, with more resources and more time, especially time, I, don't, I really don't think I would have been as successful or as productive. So I think it's a curse almost. Having too much time can be a curse. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. I think it's, um, I think they both present very different challenges, but we sort of look at the other side as sort of being more ideal. Like, you know, the, uh, the idea that of only having one or two hours a day to work on your business almost sounds really great to me because mm -hmm then you have one or two hours and you need to sit down and you need to get it Make done. It yeah. And like I have all day and I don't want to work nine to five. That's why I don't work nine to five mm -hmm. and I don't work in an office. And so I, that's another thing is I feel really guilty when I work in the afternoons and in the evenings and that, you know, so, so another reason that I was thinking about this is because we all started our businesses for different reasons, but ultimately we want freedom and security and we want to set our own schedules, whether that's, 
you know, to travel around the world constantly or to spend more time with your children or to, I don't, you know, whatever. You all have a reason. Everyone has a reason. I have a reason that I started this business. And I think it's so interesting that we don't necessarily do that. I mean, you hear stories all the time. I don't know if you've ever, if you have any experience with this, Rachel, of like moms who started a business to spend more time with their family, but suddenly because their, their, their job isn't making that much money, like they're working evenings to mm-hmm. try and make more money so they can quit their day job so they can spend time with the family. But now like the family was the point, but they're not spending any time at all now with the family, you know, and, and yeah, you know, we, we went into this for a reason and how many of us are living that reason. Yeah, no, I, and I think about that a lot, especially in the, the early months when I was working all the time. And I was pretty much in that situation where I was working more than eight hours a day because mm-hmm. I didn't want to work eight hours a day away from my kids. But then I did, I did get to see my kids at lunchtime and I did get to see my kids in between things that I was doing. So I, I kind of like half lived my truth. Um, but I'm like, I also want to look at it as not like day to day, how many hours you spend, but also just month to month. I think your life schedule affects how you plan out your business as well. Not just like your, your daily hours that you allot, but also the deadlines that you, you set for yourself like that. It can change your whole productivity completely. The deadlines that you set for yourself month to month. When I, when I started staying in reverie, I had no work in my collection that I could sell because it was owned by other companies that I'd freelanced for. So I had to start completely from scratch. And I also knew that I had to make money quickly. So I immediately booked myself in for a trade event. Um, So I started the business in November and I had the trade event scheduled in March. And that seems like a really long time, but the actual hours I was able to spend a day on my own, knowing (laughs) that this was like not really possible. I just slaved and slaved and slaved, but I also wouldn't have done that if I hadn't booked that trade event. And the reason I booked that trade event was because I had to make money quickly. And so I think your productivity depends on your life situation. And if you have no choice, you put yourself into sticky situations that you can get yourself out of and it kind of pushes you to be more productive. Yeah, I still, I'm still hung up on this because this is like a revelation for me that I just had like, you know, a few hours ago. Mm-hmm. Um, cause like one of the things that I, um, yeah, I mean, I get, I get when you first start out, things are not ideal and you're working towards the ideal. And so I guess what I was kind of blown away by is how much I was still fighting my ideal situation. And so like, let me like really quickly, the way I sort of envisioned my life, you know, was having this very successful company or companies, cause I have multiple companies and running them all from the computer, from the internet, And I saw myself traveling. I saw myself working out of coffee shops. I saw myself, you know, really being free to do what I wanted, but still having like a home studio, a home base. 
And that was always the dream. And that was what I always pushed for. And I've been working from home for about three years now. And it wasn't until like maybe last year that I was like, you know what? I can go work from a coffee shop now. That doesn't have to be a dream. I can do that now. And maybe I don't have a ton of excess money. I can't travel all the time and work out of hotels. But, you know, why not travel I, when I go on vacation? And I, I did that a couple of times last year. I travel or I traveled um, to London and to New Orleans. And on both trips, I worked a fair amount, especially while I was traveling in the airports and on buses and trains and things. And that never would have occurred to me before. And it sounds so simple and so basic that like, it just doesn't feel productive because I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Well, and it's also this idea that you can't enjoy that until you're super, super successful to your own standards. And like you said, if that's how you picture your life being when it's like you made it and you can do those things relatively easily, like you're saying, like you're going away anyway, so you might as well work while you're going and you can easily go sit in a coffee shop, do those things. Don't wait until you feel like you deserve to go do it. Yeah, I think that's it. I didn't feel like I deserved it. I wasn't successful. Who am I to sit and do that? And actually the first time that I went to work in a coffee shop, it did not go very well. I think I worked for like 10 minutes and then I was like, well, I can't do this. This isn't going to work out. (laughs) I get really distracted and I'm too sensitive to people around me. So I'm worrying like that people are looking at what I'm doing and, and that I'm like inconveniencing people. Like it's not the dream for me, but I like the idea that I would be able to go pick up an iced latte Mm -hmm. whenever I want one. So that for me is the dream is like, you know, working on my computer at home, but then being like, Hey, I want to go to Starbucks. So I'm just going to go drive to Starbucks. But isn't, but isn't that crazy? Because you can totally do that right now. I mean, not right now because we're recording, but like you can do that right now. No, I do that. I do that all the time. (laughs) Well now, now I work out of coffee shops a lot and I love it. I think it's so much fun to pack up my computer and go and sit and work. Like I really, really enjoy that. And even now though, I still have a little bit of guilt. Like, should I be doing this? Because I'm not super successful yet. This isn't like this, like it's, you know, like why am I rewarding myself? Myself. Yes, yeah. and that's the thing. Like, I should be punishing myself. If I'm going to be productive, it needs to be hard. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, you know, this idea that you you should, w- we wait and wait and wait for things to be how we expect them to be. And like, things are never going to go how you expect. You're never going to get to the goal the way you thought you were going to get there. It's probably not even going to be the same goal in the end. Like, we change so much as we were discussing a few weeks back. Like, your businesses evolve, you evolve. And so you, you know, you can't just always be having a fixed point that you want to get to. You need to just like go with the flow a lot more and enjoy yourself now. And that's something I'm really good at actually is like rewarding myself for the small things. And I don't feel, I don't feel any guilt when it comes to like relaxing and self-care and stuff like that. Like I'm like, no, I need this. So I wish, I wish more people could feel like I do, which is like guilt-free. You know, I heard someone say this um, on a video I was watching 
and I loved it. And I've done stuff like this before, but I kind of want to make it a normal part of my life. So it was this woman and she was working like this job that she didn't want. And she would like on her coffee breaks, she would go to the coffee shop and pretend to be on vacation and just like relax and pretend like she had nowhere to be, pretend like she wasn't at work and pretend like, you know, she was just, you know, popping into Starbucks while she was, I don't know, in Florida or somewhere, somewhere on a beach, you know? And I was like, that's amazing. I've done- That is so clever. Like, I feel like the, the chemicals that would release in your body would completely simulate actually being on holiday. And I think for a lot of us as entrepreneurs, and sorry, I'm cutting you off, Kristen, (laughs) but for a lot of us as entrepreneurs, especially the beginning, like money is really tight. So -hmm. things like vacations just aren't really possible. And so, you know, you think like, oh, when, when I'm super rich, I'll go on loads of vacations, but it's like, it takes you so long to get there and you're never going on vacation that actually you don't get to feel that and experience that. And really what this woman is doing is letting herself experience that. And, and that must be really freeing. Like I want to go do that right now. I know. As soon as I heard her say that, I was like, that is what I'm doing the next time I go to the coffee shop because I do want to work on vacation <laughs> and I'm going to go take my computer and pretend like I'm like looking at a nice beach. Like this is exactly what I want. I thought it was amazing. It was an amazing idea. Yeah. It's, it's a complete mindset thing, isn't it? It's like, what is it that you want and just pretend that you already have it and surely then you can enjoy the feeling of having it yes because and this I think this is the whole reason I wanted to talk about this even though I didn't quite know where I was gonna go I think we're getting to the point that I wanted to make without knowing it which is that we have to see ourselves as productive and as successful and we do have to treat ourselves kindly because there's always there's always going to be another goal like let's say we're first starting out and our goal is like you know a thousand dollars or five thousand dollars or whatever your first goal is when you hit that by the time you get there you're like well that's not enough and my goal is now doubled or tripled or you know what i'm saying like the goal always moves it's not like you get to your goal and you're like well i'm done and so if we can't stop and enjoy it along the way then that's that's why there's burnout. That's why so many small businesses fail. That is exactly, and, and I know that, yes, the first, the first few months, the first few years, maybe, depending on what you're doing, maybe really, really hard. Maybe you can't take that dream vacation of, of whatever the case may be of traveling around the world. Like for me, you know, let's pretend it's a beach in Jamaica or something. And maybe I can't afford that right now, but I can definitely afford to get in my car and drive down to Florida. It's like a 10 hour drive and it's Florida. So it's really cheap. You know what I'm saying? Like I can treat myself if I really think about it and if I make it a priority and if I consider myself successful already. Let's go do that by the way. Yeah. I'm on, I'm game for that. Yeah, I think it's, I completely understand what you're saying about moving the goalposts. Like, I definitely do that. And I think I also, like, I have my expectations for myself. And I, when I pass them, I'm just like, okay, yeah, but that's not enough. So, you know, when I didn't have any brands who were buying from me, I was like, 
if I could just get a brand to buy from me, that would be like confirmation of my concept. Like that would be amazing. And then of course the first brand bought from me and I was like, oh, that was great. And then rush maybe lasted like a day. And then I was like, well, I need the next one. And then it's like, well, these brands aren't high profile enough. And it's just like, you just, it's almost like you don't want to be happy. You don't want to consider yourself successful. Like when are you successful? When do you feel like you have achieved what you want to achieve? Like what is the point of it all if you never feel happy with like your achievements? And so you really, you do have to celebrate when something goes right because otherwise if you just focus on what you haven't achieved yet, like you, like you said, you'll burn out and you'll feel like there's no point to doing it. Yeah, I think there are two things to really note there. And the first is that you're never going to get it done because you're always growing and expanding. And yes, the goals are always moving. And that's a good thing. You know, you want bigger and better and more. And, you know, like you want to be, to be continually expanding and growing. And so that's not a bad thing. But the bad part comes in is when you're like, well, this isn't enough. I need more like that, that mindset of this isn't enough. And I need more of this. That's a, a very lack mindset. And mm -hmm. that is what will cause you to feel like a failure. But if you can stop and appreciate everything along the way, my word of the year. So I don't believe in New Year's resolutions, but I do believe in picking like a word of the year <laughs> and like really focusing on that. And my word for this year is to appreciate because I am like very guilty of like blowing past everything because I am already onto the next thing. And so I am trying to be very cognizant that I need to stop and appreciate even the little things because they're all so important. It's the little things that come together to create big things, you know? Yeah, and I think it's, you know, whatever you're, you're living right now becomes the norm. So if, if things are really hard for you, it's unlikely that overnight one day you'll just wake up and things will be how you want them to be and things will be easy for you. Things tend to happen so slowly that you don't even notice that you've gotten yourself out of a bad situation because it just happens gradually and you can't appreciate things that easily when it's so slow that you don't, you know, notice the, the difference. Yeah. And I think that appreciation really comes into play there so that you can notice the difference and you can see things changing. But also I was listening to somebody else on a podcast. I don't remember his name, but he has like a million dollar business and the guy he was being interviewed and the interviewer goes I remember when you were first starting out and you were really anxious about money like you didn't you didn't feel like you had enough how do you feel now and it was so interesting because the guy was like oh yeah I'm still so anxious that it's all just gonna go away and I'm not gonna have enough money <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, that's this man, this man is making so much money. But that's, but I think that is really the point. Cause like, I think when you're, when you're first starting out, when you really aren't making enough money to cover the bills, I think it can be really 
frustrating to hear people say, oh, it's your mindset. Mm-hmm. But that man really drove that point home for me. It is totally your mindset. He's making over a million dollars a year and he still is worried about money. Yeah, I think things, everything is relative. So whatever is difficult in your life is going to feel like this is the most impossible thing for me to get over and then you'll get over it and then something else will happen you're like well yeah this is 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 a really big deal now like you're never gonna be like oh I'm fine now everything is easy for me right and then and until you work on your mindset and it's not necessarily that it becomes easy it's just that I think you just stop worrying about it because, and again, this is one of those really annoying things to hear if you're in the middle of it, but like, there's no point to worry, to worrying, like worrying really does you no good except to make you unhappy. And I say this as a lifelong worrier. (laughs) It completely hinders your productivity. Absolutely. Worrying about stuff and being anxious. Like you can't, I mean, you can't even focus on something you want to do, like watch a show you want to watch. Yes. If you're, if you're worrying and anxious. So kind of on that same note, just like you don't have to worry about anything. I think the whole idea of worrying about if you're productive or not is kind of a moot point. I mean, you, well, I don't know, because here's, I was about to say, as long as you're hitting your goals, but I think it's, it can be really dangerous because a friend of mine was talking about her, uh, she needed to wrap up her February goals and start working on March. And that made me really curious. And I pulled up my calendar and I was like, what are my February goals? I don't even remember. And I have three things down for February that I was going to focus on. One of which I did two of which I have not done and probably will not finish by the end of the month. And the first thought that went through my mind was, wow, I wasted this whole month. What did I even do? And then I was like, well, wait a minute. I may not have done the things that I assigned, (laughs) but I did a lot a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And that's why I didn't look back at my February goals is because they've already changed. Because Exactly. I think it's great to have like a yearly plan because there's never a bad time to like sit down and think about your goals. Like you should always be thinking about those. But I think things change so much and your goals change depending on what you're achieving or like opportunities that are presented. So it kind of just goes out the window month to month, I have to say, honestly what are all of this being said and and generally I think productivity is just a general myth and it's more of a mindset thing but but that being said what are your tips for staying productive especially as you have children so I think your tips are going to be like different than mine like what do you do to really stay focused and stay productive um I write a lot of lists I schedule things out on Trello I have a planner and that is like really important for me. I do go week to week and I'll write down all the things I have to do. And then if they don't get done, I move them to the next day and I don't let myself feel guilty about it. I just move it over, swap things around and I'm like, be flexible. Really successful people are probably very uh, flexible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Don't worry about these things. Um, And just really focusing on prioritizing. So what's the most important thing that needs to get done? Because I do have a tendency to get dragged into the minutiae and think I'm worrying about like the little things 
when they're not really that important. Like whether something is perfectly, perfectly edited is important if it's for a really big project or a really big client. But if it's just for something that you're doing as like a side marketing venture, then that's probably something more important that you should be worrying about. And so make sure that like your emailing out to follow up with people is at the top of your list and that things like putting things into order at the bottom of your list. Yeah. No, that's really good. What about you? I think my biggest tips, the way I stay productive, um, and, and, and this is always a work in progress as we have been discussing, um, I definitely agree with flexibility. I actually try to keep most of my days open. If you, I have a planner and I, I love to write things in it because I really enjoy crossing things off when I'm done with them. Um, but I try to keep most of my days open and then on the side, I write down the list of tasks that I want to do. And that way I know they need to get done. And if I see, you know, like this week I'm going out every single night this week, I have something to do every single evening. Um, I know that I have to get these things done during the day and I can pick and choose today. Like, what do I feel like working on? What am I inspired to work on? What, you know, would bring me like this sounds silly and like a kind of a luxury, but this is how I have to do it. You know, what would bring me the most joy to work on today? Like one of the things that I have down for this week is to write on copy for one of my websites to work on the copy. And I hate writing copy so much so that I scheduled a meeting yesterday with someone and I was going to get her to write most of the copy. And then she canceled on me and I was like, you know what? I don't feel like putting this off anymore. And I actually sat down and wrote it and it, it's decent I'm still going to get someone to edit it, but it's decent. And I felt, you know, I, I have not felt inspired to work on this coffee for like two weeks now, but like yesterday it just came to me and it was really great. I think the dread of doing something you don't want to do is so much worse than actually doing it. Sure. This is true, but also the problem I have, and this is maybe another tip, is if I don't want to do something, I will find myself suddenly like on my phone, suddenly remembering all of these emails that I need to write, suddenly like being like, oh, maybe I should <laughs> take my cats outside. I don't think they've gone outside in a while, <laughs> you know, and I will create all of these excuses so that I don't do it and then I feel guilty because I haven't been productive that day so yeah it's, I have it's another one and this is gonna sound super wishy-washy but it's worked for me I always believe that I'm gonna get it done mm. and so I don't know whether it's something that was ingrained in me by my mother possibly but I I always know that it's going to work out in the end yes and usually i can't think of a time an instance where i have set myself tasks that i have to do for a deadline and i haven't done them it will get done one way or another maybe not in the way that i thought i should do it but it will get done any commitment i've ever signed up for for my business i've always came through i've always come through and i've gotten the work done even when it seemed impossible and I think a lot of it is because I knew, I knew it would get done and it stopped me from panicking. I so love I feel like there's that. definitely a mindset component for sure. You know, I, so <laughs> I, we had a 
my personal life last year was not the best. And so by the end of the year, I adopted this new motto. And whenever anyone would, would ask me a question about my personal life, I couldn't answer it or I didn't have a great answer for it. And so I would just tell them and myself, things are always working out for me. I'm not sure about that right now, but things are always working out for me and I'm not going to worry about it. And I didn't worry about it and things did work out. And I never thought of applying it to the tasks that I have to do. That seems like a really great idea though. Because now actually it's so yeah. funny because, oh, but just really quickly, but now that has actually become my motto. And I actually told someone that like yesterday he, he, he gave me this scenario of what would happen. And I was like, but both of your situation, like both, both scenarios would not happen because things always work out for me. And I said it unironically because I've said it so many times now that I just believe it now. It's, it's really great. So another thing that I do, and I realize this just now, like I'm not aware that I do it. I picture the point where it's all done and I see myself doing it. So a very practical example of this is when I have trade events where I have to have, I, there's a lot of work that goes into it. There are the designs, there's the marketing, there are the, the, uh, the printing production. There's just so many things that have to get done for each event. And I have streamlined them, of course I have, but there's st it's still like work, work that has to be done. But I always picture myself at the event with all of these things that I need having been done. And I think that really helps because it brings it into my mind, like this is what that will look like and it becomes real. So picture it, picture you, whatever your goals are, whatever the end point is, and I'm not talking like huge big picture here, I'm talking like, you know, bit by bit. If you have to like create a line, picture that line walking down the runway or people buying that garment and putting it in a bag, just picture the end result. And I think it will motivate you more when you see it in your mind's eye, it, it can materialize a lot better, I think. Rather than just focusing and looking at, oh, these are the tasks that I need to do to get there. Picture yourself where it's all done. That's a really great idea. I'm more of a task person. I love to break things down by task and schedule it out. And actually, uh, one of the things I want to, I do want to come back to that. So remind me if I forget, but one of the things that I do love, um, is I have been reading this book called the 12 week year and it basically is the whole premise is that like you get things done in the amount of time that you give yourself. Yes. So if you give yourself a year to do it, it's going to take a year. If you give yourself yeah. three months to do it, it's going to take three months. And, so and that's when you're just relying on yourself to do something. Yeah. Like if, if it's something like you have complete control and we know that that's nothing in life that you have. Sure. <laughs> sure. But, um, I, it's actually going super, it's going, it's going really well. And, and I, I do really, really recommend that because that was the other thing. So I've already said, you know, my goals for February have already changed and we're three weeks into February. Oh, I guess this is going to come out in March. It's, it's February right now, guys. Um, my goals for February have already changed. And we're not even through the month of February. And so imagine if I had to change my entire 12 month plan instead of just, 
you know, the rest of the quarter, which is a month and a half. Like I couldn't even imagine doing that. And imagine too, if I had planned this out over the whole year, would I even be this focused and would I even be changing things? Because instead I would be being like, oh no, I've got so much time. I'm not going to focus on anything really because I've got all of this time in the world. Yeah, no, you adapt to the deadlines that you set. Absolutely. I do. Okay, what was that thing that you said that I wanted to come back to? Um, I was saying that it that I always like I didn't think about it. Oh, the visions. I always visualize the end result of my goal. I'm not talking about like like I'm not that good at law of attraction like you are. I just learned that you're supposed to like visualize yourself with the like the benefits of what you're doing. But what I do, and I don't do that because it always seems unrealistic to me that that's happening. Um, like I can't like let myself picture and enjoying it when I don't have it. Cause I feel like I don't deserve it yet because I haven't succeeded. But what, what I do do is I look at myself in the future with this work in the past and I've done it and it's all done and I met my deadline and that really helps. No, I love that. I'm actually really bad with visualizing things because I'm always like, well, <laughs> who am I to say that this is how it's going to work out? Who's to say that something isn't going to change? And so what I instead do is I focus on the feeling. So like if, if I am going to create something, I'm not going to really focus on people buying it because that makes me really nervous. You know, like I don't, and I don't want to sit with that nervous feeling. Instead, I want to focus on being really successful. And so I focus on that feeling. Anytime I feel like I'm creating something that may or may not be the way it's supposed to be, it makes me super nervous. Um, but I know that I'm going to be successful. I know that I am successful. <laughs> and I'm okay with being successful in a number of ways. In fact, I expect to be successful in a number of ways. And so really that is what I like to focus on. But now at the same time, if you can look at someone, you know, and visualize someone buying your work and you feel good about that, like, yeah, you should do that. I actually really like what you were saying, Rachel, where you focus on getting it done and that feeling of accomplishment. That mm -hmm. seems really like a great thing to, yeah, I think, I think as long as you feel good, that it's is what so, like I've always believed in fate and I think there's like a sense of it being that it's out of my hands it's gonna happen anyway by hook or by crook this thing will get done so it doesn't really matter what I do or what I think I know it's gonna get done yeah, no, I think that's really great because I, you know, again, this whole, I think this, and maybe this is that whole myth of productivity, which may or may not be a thing. I meant to research it before this episode, but then I got busy. So I think um, there's, a, there's a myth around our structured corporate idea of productivity. Yes. Means in terms of scheduling out your time, the 40 hour, well, who works a 40 hour work week anymore? But the 40 hour work week, like it's just, we know from studies, we know from other societies that do things differently, that it is not the healthiest way to work. It is not productive. After about four hours, your brain just like caps out anyway, which is true. You get oversaturated. And, but when you're, when your boss is sitting next to you, of course, you're going to keep, you know, tapping away at the computer. <laughs> um, yeah. I forget where I was going with this, but basically 
product we know that productivity is a myth yes yes I oh yes I mean I totally agree with you and I I totally love how you sort of summed it up there with you know our brains work in certain ways and if you know it's going to get done you know it suddenly gets done and productivity I think is really a mindset I think oh yeah okay going into this whole myth around productivity there's this idea that we have to push and struggle and work really really hard and then we'll get rewarded and maybe but like you're going to be exhausted and not care about the reward and so why not like if it is a mindset thing and it it seems to be a mindset thing it is a mindset thing you know why not work on that mindset and really love what you're doing and then yeah, everything gets done and you're happy, you know? I mean, I feel like that sounds so, so simplistic, but like, why not? Why not? Why not? Why do we make things so difficult for ourselves when they don't have to be? Yeah, I wonder that all, all the time. I feel like some people just struggle and struggle and others just kind of like glide through. <laughs> yeah, when I see people, I see people gliding through all the time and so I'm like you know what that looks great I'm gonna get me some of that because I've done the struggle thing and it doesn't work and it's not fun <laughs> so what's even the point and I that's sort of why I started on this whole mindset journey like a year two or three or however long I've been like really focusing on mindset is because I was like you know what at the very least I'm gonna be a happier person even if nothing else in my life changes if I can just be happier then it's worth it and instead you know the, my whole life has changed so yeah Productivity, guys, don't buy into it, but still do things. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> I don't know how to end it. <laughs> Love it. Um, everybody, thank you for listening. Was this episode 10 that we just recorded? No, it was episode 11. Okay, so this is overdue, but I just wanted to thank everybody who's listening to us. I'm really grateful that you guys are interested in what we have to say. I know we're interested in it, but it's always great to hear comments from you guys, feedback, and just know that, that what we're talking about is, you know, getting out there. So thank you so much for listening. And if you have anything that you would like us to talk about, please let us know because we just love to talk. So we'll talk about anything. Obviously, we love to talk. Yeah, definitely come and chat with us in the Facebook group which is called the fab entrepreneurs uh, it's connected to our facebook page if you can't find it also called fab entrepreneurs um yeah and and if we if you have a question definitely ask we can either answer in the group or we can make a whole podcast on it yes we we love to just talk about business fashion accessory beauty is our focus but we are obviously heavily interested in things like mindset and strategy productivity all of it, anything to do with working for yourself, working from home, fitting it into your life and lifestyle, just enjoying your life. I think that's really heavily focused on in today's episode is like, we should just all be happy. <laughs> or at least happier. We, you know, we create so much misery for ourselves and I think we really need to stop. Yes. All right, well, thank you everybody for listening and I hope to hear from you guys anywhere on any of our social media streams yes so we uh will hear from you soon hopefully and we will talk to you guys next week bye, bye. bye.